headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win with your money and with your work and with your relationships. All of those somehow are very interconnected. We want to help you win in all three areas because that means you're winning in your life. 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. That's the phone number to jump in. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me this hour, and we are here for you. So let's get to it. We're going to... This is always exciting. I always love when they tell us on the screen where people are from. Yes. Because it gives you an idea, like, the world's a really big place. Yeah. And uh, we've got Janae on the line, but I think this is Missoula, uh, Montana. Right. Is that right, Missoula. Janae? Missoula, Montana, yes. Ma- oh, so a little bit of a, it's a hard S, not a soft S. Missoula. Correct. I got it. Missoula, Montana. Yeah. It's like a Z. Yeah. Yes. How can we help? Um, so I am a relatively new widow. And I had a series of unfortunate events this past year, and I resorted to racking up credit card debt, which I knew was a big no-no. But um, I'm living on half of the income that my husband used to bring in, and now I'm backpedaling because I can't pay the debt off. And so I am either contemplating credit card debt consolidation or just closing the accounts out and just seeing if the car, the credit card companies will work with me. I'm yeah. very limited on the income that I can make. Um, and so I just don't know what the best option to do is. What happened? Um, so my husband um, was ill and had a, a very rare tumor that the NIH was studying, and he um, developed COVID and essentially died from COVID, but uh, he had comorbidities. So sorry for so, you. Yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, he was the breadwinner for, you know, 21 years of our life. We had four kids. So, wow, I'm sorry. Any life insurance? Yeah. No life insurance, no savings, no 401k. I'm sorry. Oh, um, my gosh. I, I, I do want to say that we hear, we hear this a lot, like something traumatic happens, and there is more spending that happens in a lot of cases after that, whether it's just out of emotional spending or whether it's truly like, I haven't figured out how to make life tick without this major breadwinner. And in your case, because there was no insurance and because you've got four kids that does put a wrench on it. How old are the kids? Um, So my oldest is 20. And so he's not really in my, he's in my household, but not directly in my financial household. Okay. My, I have a 17 year old son, a 12-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old daughter. And okay. I, I don't have a traditional income. I rely on death benefits. And the reason my, my two girls have health issues. And so one of them ha- takes a medication that's like $9,000 a month. Wow. So okay. I have to rely on Medicaid. So my income is very limited as to what I can bring in what is <laughs> to the, have but, her medicine covered. Yeah, so let's let's dive into that. So what is the limit? In order to get the medication covered via Medicaid, what's the limit on you financially to what you could actually earn? 26000 a year. Isn't oh. that crazy? Yeah, it's keeping you in poverty. Um, let me ask you yeah. this. The two girls and their health issues, is that also keeping you at home? It would not allow you a traditional, let's say that we could get child care, we got a great job with great benefits that help with the, let's just assume all of that. Is that even possible for you to be able to work outside I mean, of the home? It is possible. I do clean homes. So I, I, I have a couple of homes that I clean a couple times a week um, to, to get some cash. But um, you're keeping and, and it I do low do that. on yes. purpose. Yes. Yeah, but you're, I, but you're I'm capped. Keeping it low. I, what I, I am capped. Right. I am like capped out to what I can bring in. And 
so my kids go to the doctors quite often. And so, so I'm multiple times a week. I, my schedule kind of has to be flexible, right. but if I could find a job that I could get this all taken care of, I, that, I, that would you be would amazing. Well, can we I play out some real sure. numbers to see what it would take? Have Absolutely. you have you have you done that? I mean, I don't want to do work you've already done, but what if we I'm, sat? I, I haven't. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, what if we sat? So one child's medication is nine hundred. Did you say a month? Nine thousand. Nine thousand. Oh, nine thousand, girl. Okay, I I feel it. I feel it. That's nine thousand a month, and then what? Do you have a mortgage? I do not. I rent. Can I? What's ask- your rent? My rent is it's currently nine fifty, but it, it's going to be going up at the first of the year to twelve fifty. Can I ask a question again about this medicine? Um, yes. If you had regular insurance, how, what portion of the nine thousand would the regular insurance cover? So, whenever we did some research, because my husband was offered a, a great job offer years ago in marketplace and stuff like that, we could not find an insurance company that would cover the medicine because it's, it's human growth hormone and she takes a lot of it. Um, and so it's kind of one of those mm. tricky medications that's, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I just know whenever we contacted health insurance companies about three years ago, we could not find one to where the raise that he would be getting would even be beneficial for us. I see. What was he making? Before he passed, um, forty-eight thousand a year. So how did Medicaid allow that? That's what I'm wondering. So we had, so my my son was in our home and he was a minor, and then my husband was in our home, and so they go by how many people are in your home, and now that my son is no longer a minor and my husband is deceased, my my family went from six people in my home to technically four people in my home. So they they t- they deduct about ten thousand dollars. Um, per person who is no longer considered under your household. I see. Okay, I get it. The math, the math, math. Yeah, okay. this is so maddening to me that that you get penalized. You get you get some help, and then you get penalized. Um, yeah. Because nine thousand dollars is extraordinary. Uh, I yeah. mean, even if you were making one hundred fifty thousand a year, that's yeah, of course that's, yeah. that's almost all your take home. You know, it just right. eats up so much. Um. And you've got debt. How much credit card debt have you racked up? Just under twenty thousand. I so I had a master moved at the beginning of the year, and that went septic, and that led it was a domino effect. And I was not able to do my normal house cleaning for about five months. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just started. I was like, "Well, I'll just use the credit cards, and I'll just work extra." And then that it just was too big of a problem for me to to get my feet back under. And so I have not been using the credit cards um, for months now, but... Um, does Medicaid cover Does Medicaid cover the entire amount of the medicine? Yes. Medicaid, so my two daughters have both have open heart surgeries, multiple ones. They cover 100% of all of their medical needs, medications, surgeries, even if we have to travel to Seattle for their surgeries. Uh-huh. And they also kind of provide travel assistance um, so I, I'm out of pocket for m- my children's medical needs is zero. I, I, I pay nothing. I would just, I would want to look into other, even if they're outside insurances, anything else that might have the ability to cover this because you living on $26,000 with four, a year with four kids, I don't see how that's sustainable long-term. 
and I would just want to get as much information as I can. At the very least, can we connect her with Xander and see what the heck could be out there that could help offset this $9,000 a month that you're paying? Hey, I wish we could have been way more help to you. I feel like we spent more time learning than helping. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you connected for free to our one of our best financial coaches here in the building, and they're going to walk you through what you can do. Hang on the line. We'll take care of you. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. Hey, if you're new to the program or you've been listening for quite some time, we would love for you to help us spread the word. If you're enjoying the program, uh, like the videos you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Give us a follow on podcasts and then uh, a five-star review and share, share, share uh, whatever platform that you listen or watch on. Uh, We would be so grateful. We want to help as many people as possible. Uh, get out of the system, the matrix, if you will, where they just think they're broke and, and working a sucky job and having an okay or crappy relationship is just, well, that's just life. We want to help as many people as possible, so do help us do that. Let's go to Houston, Texas, where Kristen awaits. Kristen, how can we help? Hey, um, glad to be on. I have a question between baby steps four and five primarily. Okay. Um, really on how to actually make them both happen at the same time okay is it just baby steps four and five or baby steps four five and six four five and six but i mean we can't afford to pay off our home early yet so we're you know we're working towards um getting up to that 15 percent reach right now we're doing about 11 and a half percent of our income towards retirement we're also putting some for the kids Uh and we're kind of worried that our we're not going to have as much as we want saved up for the kids because we and our kids really young. Right. So we have a lot more time before retirement versus when the kids are going to go to college. I mean, our daughter just turned seven and she's going to graduate high school at 17. So we only have 10 years left of that, but we still have 35 plus years. So let's, retirement, let's so. work through these percentages a little bit so I can understand yeah. where your money's going. So you're completely debt free, except the mortgage. Let's say there's 25% yeah. that's going to your mortgage. Is it that or less or more? Um, I think it's just under, with the mortgage property taxes and insurance, I think it's about 28. Okay, so that's a little higher. That's okay. Yeah. Then let's say you're giving 10%. Yes. Okay, so there's 35%. And let's say 15% is supposed to go to retirement. So we're at 50% of our income, in your case, 53%. What's happening to the other 50% of your income? Because that's assuming you're investing. Keeping house going. Well, you know, groceries and the kids. How many kids? Activities and 
We have two kids. Okay, two kids. So four, four, four people in the house. What's the income, combined income for you and your husband? Um, so I just started a part-time job. So May, May we don't know how much that'll end up being over the year, but my husband makes one fifteen a year. Okay, what I'm going to propose a few months ago. What I'm going to propose is that something in your budget, the other 50%, something there is inflated because essentially what you would have if you're not, you know, I think you said you're at 11%. So the other, you know, 54% of your budget is inflated somewhere. So are you on an every dollar budget? Yes, we've been using every dollar. And I do know one area is inflated and it is our property taxes we just bought this house and they didn't purchase the value and so that should be going down a few hundred dollars a month oh okay so that's good so that's going to help you get from 28 to 25 yes and so in january how much of this should i dedicate to actually getting 15 percent to retirement or should i you know do like 13 and a half and then have a little bit more for the college the kids college fund i would do the 15 percent no matter what because their time is going to come no matter what when you have to retire, right? What I would start yeah. talking about with the kids, how old are they? We have a almost six-year-old and a seven-year-old. Okay, so you've got a little bit of time there. And it's not to say that you can't put any money aside because again, with baby step five, we're not saying it has to be this specific amount. I mean, if you can get 50 and $100 in there every once in a while, that's something. But I want you to get to this 15% as quickly as possible. And then as things start to change with your uh, property tax or whatever the thing you said that was inflated right now, you're going to start to see a difference. That three to $400 is a big deal, but I really want you going through your budget with a fine tooth comb because there might be some other areas that for you seem normal, but when you really start to peel back and go, okay, like what's, what's a bigger priority for me to do this or for me to make sure I'm getting at least a hundred bucks a month into a 529, right? And then yeah. the thing with the mortgage, you might, you know, right now, again, it's, it's about being intentional. It's, there doesn't have to be a layer of intensity to that whatsoever at this point. So if you had, you know, ideas that you were going to be paying double payments in this season, maybe you're not because of the age of your kids, but there will be a season where, yeah. where you will be able to do that. But I really want you to look at this in term of percentage because this plan works for a reason and it works because of those percentages. So for some, you got to really look and say, okay, what's the 50% going to Is somebody in private school? Is there, um, is there something about your budget that kind of feels like, oh, maybe that's what it is, other than that property insurance for three or four, three hundred more? Well, so we've had a three month emergency fund for a long time, but we have been working towards the full six months as well. Oh, like right well, there now, you go. we're about a four and a half month. So we are still contributing a few hundred dollars every month. There it the is. Emergency fund. And, we, and we have been putting a hundred dollars between the two kids every month for. Wait a sec. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now. You're, this is it. This is the money. <laughs> this is where your money is. So I guess you're doing the most. I, you're doing all of it. I, like pull back on the emergency fund then and be okay with like the four and a half months. No, I mean, if you guys no, want to do what you think is, if you okay. used some of it and you need to replenish it back to six months, go on and replenish it. I want you to get back to 15%, whatever it takes you to get to 15% investing. And if you want to replenish your savings back to six months, and if if you're putting $100 a month in your 529, that's great. The biggest thing with that 529 is projecting out to the future and really understanding what it's, what's actually going to be there when your kids get to college. So you can start having those conversations now. But I, I think you're doing better than you think you are. I think you're just, I think the... The couple hundred that you're putting aside to try to replenish this emergency fund, 
plus the overage that's going on with the property tax right now, I mean, that could be $600. That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. So it just seems like you're kind of in this limbo phase. Once that fire goes out, then you're going to be like, oh, there's the money. That That's where it went. Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing a mindset, Kristen, where you're just feeling almost guilty that you're not doing as much as you'd like in yeah. each step. The steps aren't a uh, taskmaster. They are a guide. And you move within the steps when you need to. So it feels like you're beating yourself up a little bit and you shouldn't be. You're doing enough. You're fine. If you want to replenish or boost the baby step, I mean, uh, baby step three, then do that. Mm -hmm. And and to Jade's point, we just want you getting on a consistent investing, but don't be, you know, beating yourself up over this. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything wrong. You're, You're doing right. You're just doing a lot. Does that help? Definitely. It's always nice to have another perspective because, yeah, when you're in it, you kind of see all the flaws mm-hmm. and well, not see, the strengths necessarily. Yeah, see, so. That's it. That's it. I just want your mindset right now to go, we're doing a great job. Bro, you're ahead. We're ahead of just about everybody in America. Have you yes. seen the data? So give yourself a break. Uh-huh. Focus on the priorities not the productivity part of this. Mm-hmm. I think we get hung up on, well, Dave says, uh, Jade says, right, right. baby step four, five, and six at the same time. Wait a second. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the steps are there for a reason. There's a reason why three's before four. Yeah. In the point of four, five, and six, obviously. That was brilliant what I just said. I just heard how silly that sounded. I, what did you say? There's a reason why three's before four. But the point is the emergency yes, fund is you, more Big important. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But the emergency <laughs> fund is more important than the 15%. That's right. There's that's a right. reason why we have it there. That's so right. So if you feel comfortable with six months, then that's what you do. Then yes. back up. I guess yes. that's the point I'm trying. There's, there's it's not method wrong, to the madness. Yeah. Don't get hung up on uh, how well I'm doing in each thing at the mm-hmm. same time. It's what matters most to me within the steps. Yes. So Kristen, deep breath. Mm-hmm. Get off this phone call going, I'm doing great. I'm going to continue to do great. That's right. And I'm going to be fine. Yes. Yeah, and I'll have to have my husband hear that too. That's right. You oh, guys, you know what's y'all great are about killing this? it more critically than I do. Okay, so this is great, Kristen. You know this is on YouTube right now, right? Yes. So you could just do. you could just have him get to this moment and go, look at what Jade said. Look at what Ken said. Look at the guy yes. in that goofy shirt. You gotta listen to that guy. Doing you great. Know? And so, what's his name? His name is Michael. 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 You're doing fine. Relax. Yes, Michael and Kristen. Take Kristen out for a steak dinner, man. Come on. I know that's right. Y'all been working hard. Come on. You guys are crushing. All right. Don't move. Quick break. We're back with more of your calls. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, guys. It's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry. But I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Helping you win with your money, your work, and your relationships. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Diana is on the line in Providence, Rhode Island. Diana, how can we help? Hi, I just had a question about a car lease. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am My lease is up in May. I owe approximately 18000 on it. I was wondering if I should go trade it in and buy a car. 
in May or sell the car or sell the car back and go buy and take a hit for two thousand and buy a car for approximately eight thousand. Hmm. Okay, walk through that again. So one option is to buy it at eighteen. Correct. And the other option is to come out of pocket for two grand and just get out of the lease. Yes. And then you go, do you have some money set aside? Because you said buy a car for eight grand. So that means you've got the eight grand set aside if you do that? I, I don't. I was going to do a home equity line of credit. Ooh, well, now. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, let's, no. l- let's, let's look at this. Um, do the entire advice singing, please, like it's a musical. <laughs> you don't want me to do that, Ken. Um, well, maybe you do, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so well, the first question is, do you have... What other debt do you have? I have about $38,000 in credit cards. 38000 in credit cards. And I own a home and I owe about 23000 230000 230000 on the home. Um, do you have yeah. any money set aside? Do you have any cash that you could get your hands on? Stocks? Uh, some no. money? Nothing. What's I your income? I pull out of my retirement. Well, no, don't pull out of your retirement. Like 105000 a year. $105,000 a year. So you've got some money coming in. It's just you. Are you married? Do you have kids? It's, um, I have a kid, 10 years old. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, I'm not opposed to you getting out of this car and taking a hit if I felt like you could take it without going into debt to cover another car because you need a car. It's you and your 10-year-old. Um, you've got this 18000 that if you bought, turned around and bought the car and then you've got the 38000 of debt. Um, Correct. All right, so let me let me just jump in really quick while you're thinking here. What, how would you come up with the two grand out of pocket, or in other words, how long would it take you to scrape the two grand together, so that when you did turn in the lease, you had it? Probably two and a half, two months. Okay. How's your credit? How's your um, how's your credit? That's the problem. I just did a debt consolidation program mm. and. They hadn't paid any of my credit cards for approximately six months, so my credit just dropped drastically. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, in some cases, it's like if you have an eighteen thousand dollar car loan, you know, and you're trying to get out of it, or a car loan in general, we might tell you to get a small loan for the difference, so you can get out of it and get just a cash car, five thousand dollars, something like that. So at least your debt's going from eighteen to five, right? Um, in this case, Correct. that might not be the case because of your credit. Um, Do you drive a lot in that car? Yes. Here's the thing, the 18,000 car with your income, the fact that you have an $18,000 car that you would purchase um, or that you'd be, you know, trying to get the lease off of doesn't bother me as far as the price of it. But because you've got this other almost 40,000 in debt, I kind of hate that for you. How quickly could you pay off? uh, Let me look at this. Your credit cards in the debt snowball, how many, how many are there? Is it just one or two or is it lots of little ones? It's about, there's eight. There's eight. And do they all, are they all less expensive than the 18,000 car payment? The the car, the 18,000? Combined? No, individual. Are they all less expensive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are they in the debt consolidation program though? That's what I'm not understanding. Yes, but I was going to try to get a personal loan and pay them off. Okay. Um, I think... I think we're trying to look for an out, but at the end of the day, you've just got you just got, you just got debt, and you're just gonna have to pay it off because you don't yeah, have the money yeah. to get 
a less expensive car. Like you don't have the way to get a loan to do that and you don't have the credit to do it. Um, That's my question, Jade. So I got a question. Yeah. Okay. For you and Diana, um, if it's going to take you two months, give or take, to come up with a 2000 to get out of the lease, how long would it take you? I mean, is it fair to say that you could, uh, let's say six to eight months from now, have about six to eight grand? If you were, if you started working extra hours, you started doing everything you can. Here's where I'm going. That's right. Because how much time do you have before you have to make this decision? Uh, it's due in May. Oh, you've got time. Okay. That okay. So here's okay, where I'm going. There you go, Ken. I'm working like a maniac. Yes. And I'm going to save up money. I'm going to get out of the lease. Yes. And I'm going to fork over the two grand. Yeah. Plus, I'm going to have about six grand. And I'm going to get myself a decent car. That's right. And it's not go, great, Ken. Diana. It's not great. But it'll get you from A to Z while you get out of this situation. Yeah, a crucial piece of information is you've got time. I'm thinking we're deciding today. You've got time. So take get six thousand. What as much as you can save up. Yeah, because watch what happens. What's the lease right now? What are you paying every month on that lease? Three seventy five. So we get a three hundred seventy five dollar raise in about six months. Hey, let's go. Now the three seventy five goes into paying off. So you can get out of this with one hundred five thousand. And listen, you can find a way, Mama Bear. Yeah. You don't have a baby. You got a ten year old. So we figure out some super cheap childcare or whatever. You're working like crazy. Let's see if we can make an additional fifty grand. I'm going to put that challenge out there. Could you make an additional fifty grand in twenty twenty four? And I think the answer is yes. Mm. And, wow. if you, and if that whole 50 grand, minus taxes, of course, goes toward yeah. getting out of debt, I think you're free quick. Mm-hmm. Well, at the very okay. least, if she has 105 income, they can live on oh, 50 of it. Uh, that's exactly right. Like, where are you cutting expenses? What are you selling? How much are you working? Mm-hmm. I think you can get out of this, but I would definitely get out of the lease. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. All right. All right. I appreciate I'm happy with it. that. You helped greatly i owe you guys you're awesome by the way i love that rhode island accent can i yeah. just say that yeah <laughs> gotta park the car when she started talking about the car yeah i was like on. yeah i wish i talked like that i got this goofy southern thing going on i, I like that rhode island accent that's good. fantastic good stuff. hey uh how about our how about our backyard uh we take calls from from local ashley's calling oh, from nashville what are you're, you talking you're like about? You're, i have no idea what he's talking about <laughs> folks i try to keep her on her toes let's go to ashley who's calling from nashville Hi. Hi. I'm very excited. Hi. So, um, quick question. My um, fiance, um, his company just decided to give a 12% contribution directly to the 401k. So, does he need to contribute the additional 50% or just the three or additional 3% with that? Is it a continuous match or it's just they just did this one time thing? No, um, they're going to continue doing as he's working there. So twelve percent every single year is, is, is not a match. Um, you know, when it comes to baby step four, and for those listening, baby step four is putting fifteen percent of your take, you know, fifteen percent monthly into retirement. Um, the reason for that, and I kind of want to get to the reasoning first, and then it'll inform why my answer is what it is. The reason for that is we want you building the muscle of investing your own money into retirement because he's at this job now, but let's just say on down the line, he decides to go work someplace else and they don't do that match or they don't do that contribution over the course of the year. You want to know that no matter what, you've built it into your lifestyle and you've built it into your budget that we just invest and we invest 15% and this is off the gross number and that's just our habit in life. So 
yes, I long, long all of that to say, yes, I still want you investing your 15% and think of any match or additional contribution or anything like that. That's just icing on a, on a very delicious cake. You know what I'm saying? Oh, making I mean, me hungry now. That's great that they're matching that much or that they're contributing that much. Um, it sounds like even regardless of what you put in. So that's really good. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, Ashley, for the call. All right. Uh, so we got to do these things called commercial breaks. Uh, but hang on. Because we have another segment coming your way with some great calls. She's Jade Warshaw. I'm Ken Coleman. And this is The Ramsey Show. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw is with me. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day comes from Proverbs 2131. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. And then our quote from the Iron Lady herself, Margaret Thatcher, you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. Love it. Isn't that true? Yeah. All right, let's go to Irvine, California. Bonnie is awaiting. Bonnie, how can we help? Hey, Ken. Hey, Jade. Um, It's such an honor to be speaking with both of you today. Thanks so much for taking your time to speak with me. You bet. I'm a little nervous, so sorry. You're doing great. That was quite an (laughs) intro. You're crushing it. What's up? Thank you. I have a question regarding completing a bachelor's degree. Um, I am an associate's degree, which I earned in 2020, and I've been working full-time in insurance since then. I recently applied to um, a four-year university, and I got accepted. And I'm just having gold feet, and I think it's not uh, the right decision for me to go based on uh, my finances. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's see if there's any evidence to back up your gut. How about that? All right? Absolutely. All right, so you don't think it's a wise decision because of your finances. Paint the financial picture for us. Well, you know, overall, my husband and I are doing really well. Um, we make roughly about 125 before taxes. Okay. Um, and we... The only debt that we have is 3000 in credit cards, which is just mine. Um, and then we also have um, about 33000 left on a loan um, from his parents that Ian, he provided, they provided a down payment on our home for. So I'm um, paying them back for that. And then um, roughly about three twenty three off on a mortgage. Okay, so 36000 of consumer debt. And how much is the schooling going to cost if you were to do this? So it would be about... Sixteen thousand um, total. And be going full time for the next two and a half years total. Yeah. And that means you're not working in the insurance job. Um, it would be actually. I. I oh, you could try. I would be. Yeah, I would be working. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Full time, only only thirty five hours a week, trying to tackle both. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the re- yeah, the reason that I'm I'm getting cold feet is because there you know there are personal reasons that I want to complete this, but ultimately I just feel guilty spending $16,000 to complete school when I don't know if it's necessarily going to get me ahead in life. Well, that was my next Um, question. Uh, I love the the personal reasons, not going to question those at all. And because of that, I'm going to say, I think you should do it, but I think you should do it later, not now. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think you should feel guilty about considering it. And I don't think this ought to be about guilt. This just ought to be about, you know what? It matters to me to get the degree one day. Uh, but I'm going to do it when I can, and when I can is certainly after we pay off 36000 in consumer debt and then get to the point where I can cash flow or I have saved it up to then be able to do it. And I, I think you, uh, the degree's always going to be there, mm-hmm. and I, I think you should put it off. That's what you're thinking and feeling, and I couldn't agree more with your feelings here. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely coming from um, wanting to plan ahead and, and set things right for the future. Like I, my husband and I really want to start a family in the next mm-hmm. couple of years, but I'm just, you know, kind of reverse engineering it and going, well, if I'm going to put all this time and effort into completing school, you know, I could be spending just the same amount of time getting a part-time job, maybe making $20 an hour. And I, you know, I was doing the numbers and I'm like, I could, yeah. you know, I could earn 16000 in one year versus right. paying it over two and a half years. Yeah. I would just, um, I press yeah. pause. Not the delete button, yeah. the pause button. Mm-hmm. It's going like to be that. there. You good with that? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you're awesome. I think it's simple. Press Thanks, the pause Karen. button. Yeah, you bet. Thank you for the call. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, let's go to Mel in Salt Lake City. Mel, how can we help? Hi. Hi, how are you, Mel? I'm good. Um, my question is pretty straightforward. Should we sell our current home to pay off the debt that we have and move into my parents' home who are going on a church mission for a couple of years? Or should we keep it and rent it out? We're feeling a little bit tight because we're about negative 1400 every month. Ooh, and that's wow. like earlier this year, we cut out all of the extras. And Why are you negative 1400 every month? Um, that's just like basic needs. I mean, this is like basic necessities. So you aren't making enough money. Yeah. What's, what's the income between you and your husband? Like a hundred thousand, about a hundred thousand. He makes about 85. Okay. (laughs) And how much debt do you guys have? Total 180,000. Okay. A hundred thousand bringing in. Yeah. So what would, hold on. She was about ready to give us something. 130 what? Well, I was going to say the monthly payment for just loans. We have about sixty thousand in student loans, fifty-three thousand in car loans, and sixty thousand in credit cards. Okay, um, I'm looking so the at monthly this. Monthly payment for all of that is twenty-six eighty-seven. Yeah. Okay, the cars. Yeah. Fifty-three thousand in car loans. Yes. We got to get out so of these cars. Have, so do we? I mean, we owe twenty-six and twenty-seven on. 2016 cars that mm-hmm. are 125,000 miles, one of them. Um, one of the reasons, that was one thing, we had car problems all year. So we've, we just put into that car almost $10,000 this year. We had the, the transmission they, had to be completely rebuilt. So none of, they're not worth anything? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, they're, they're worth. I mean, we could. So if you sold the 26,000 one, what would it, what's it worth on Kelly Blue Book? <clears throat> Um, it's in the low twenties. Okay, like, like twenty one, twenty three. So are you like maybe yeah, three thousand yeah. upside down? Probably. Okay, and then what about the twenty seven thousand one? Um, that's a that one's in good shape. We could we could break even on it. Okay, break even on that. How quickly could you scrape? Could you guys live on one car for a while? We have five kids. You've got five kids. Um, okay, that's brings that's something <laughs> right, in the so equation here. Here's a super quick question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in and get out on this one. If you all sell your house, clear off all this debt, and go live rent-free with mom and dad, or at, not at their house while they're on this mission, this isn't. it may bail you out, but it's not going to change your right. life if you guys don't fix what got you into this mess. You guys are living way, way out of bounds. Yeah. I, I think that you guys can make this happen, and I think that 
whether or not you live in mom's house for a while or not is kind of besides the point. I want you to look at this situation and see where the problem is. The problem is you keep taking on debt. You've got student loans. You've got cars you can't afford. So I think you're going to need to feel the pain a little bit on this thing. And I would get rid of one of the cars. I'd take the hit on the 3000 scrape up $3,000 as quickly as you can and get out of that one and scrape up a little bit more money. And one of you is going to be driving a beater for a while. And then I'm going to look at this 100000 income that you're making. And I'm going to look for any way that you guys can add to that income over this period of time. Because I don't really like the idea of you guys renting out your personal home. I don't know how long your family is going to be on the mission field. But if they should come back sooner... Suddenly it's like, oh, okay, like we got to pick these folks out. Like, either sell it or stay, but don't run it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's mm -hmm. creating more problems for you guys. And, you know, your house, what's it worth? About $800,000. $800,000? Yeah, like $200,000 equity. Yeah. $200,000 equity. And when did you buy it? Um, About two years ago. Yeah. What does your husband want to do? He doesn't want to sell the house. I would not sell it. I wouldn't. I would work through this debt. I think you guys can do it. And I think it's going to teach you a really great lesson at the end. And I think there's going to be some pain involved here. But I think that you guys have the ability to get your income up. A hundred thousand on with one hundred eighty thousand of debt. I think that there's some real moves that you guys can make to even this out. The average person is getting out of debt in two years and under. I think you guys can be done with this in two and three years maximum. If you guys work hard, if you don't, you know, this is up to you guys how quickly you work this thing. What can each of you guys do to bring in some extra money? Um, I mean, I I feel like I'm maxed out, honestly, like with time and homeschooling the kids. And he, he does, he also does a bunch of side hustles. He does music work, he does voiceover, interpreting. So that's aside from his eight-five job. getting these cars cleared out and you each getting a couple of beaters is going to be the ticket to you guys cleaning this up super duper fast, okay? So that's thing one on the list. And then we're just going through those baby steps, man. Hey, thank you for the call. Jade Warshaw, great show. Thanks to everybody in the booth keeping us on the air. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show.